Welcome to Off The Bench Summer Edition. All the big news and views from sport. Uh, this will be the last summer edition of Off The Bench because summer, well, it's actually, it's officially finished, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. We might want to get that updated. Hello, welcome to it Off The Bench. Scotty Sattler is uh, with me in the studio. He's such a big hunk of spunk. And myself, Jason Matthews. We look back on the week of Sports Day and, boy, it's all been about to Vegas, hasn't it, Satsy? So exciting. Mm. I'm really, really excited. And I've been excited a majority of the way. I was a little bit sceptical at first, but uh, very excited now and so excited after we spoke to one of our colleagues, Andrew Voss, during the week and seeing the NRL shows come on Fox uh, based in Vegas as well. So now I'm just I'm primed. I can't wait for it. Does this mean you're going next year? Because I feel like going next year. Look, why don't we go together? Well, we should be there now. We can share a room. We should be doing Sports Day from there now. What time is it over there now? Surprising with our massive budget. It's... What time? Oh, I don't know. Don't know? Don't know. Mm. I'm looking forward, though, Sunday. I'll have my KFC family feast with me. I can't but Can I get stuck into the dig first? We normally do it towards the end, but view the range at SherlockLastLonger.com.au. It's time for our dig for Sherlock uh, Wilbarrows. We enjoyed some KFC last night. Oh, the other night, I think you had the family feast and it has nuggets and popcorn chicken. You picked popcorn chicken over a nugget. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that. Well, I I do. You know why the nugget's better? Why? It's because it's larger. No, no. Well, see, that's why I like the popcorn chicken because you can fit more in the container. Can I just say, I'm having a dig at you because when it comes to KFC, (laughs) it's absolutely disgusting to watch because to see you put... Potato and gravy, mm. and you dip everything you can possibly get yeah. into that container yeah. and then into that gob of yours. That's what chickens would want me to do, Sats. Oh. Hey, on tonight's yeah. show, or today's show, uh, you and uh, the Rat uh, spoke to Siebes, the Manly coach, ahead of their game against South. Uh, they've been in Vegas the longest, by the way, so let's see if they've been behaving themselves. Uh, Broncos assistant John Cartwright, who didn't mind a bit of a, a wrestle, uh, in his time, mm-hmm. he answers the big uh, question about um, that preseason wrestle between Renault and Carrigan. And um, oh, we did catch up with Vossi, you're right. Uh, we caught up with him to just kind of set the scene of what's going on in Vegas and, and find out what the buffets are like as well, because that's something that is unbelievable in Vegas. Have you been there? No, I went there when I was about 10 with my oh. family. So I, I, the only thing I can remember is the Pink Flamingo. That's <laughs> the it. Pink, I thought that was a hotel on the Gold Coast. Yeah, no, so it's the yeah, it's Oh, the it's Pink one Flamingo. of the old ones, yes. Yeah, it's one of the oldest ones. So yeah, right. that's the only thing I can remember. I want to find out about buffets. Let's go to Vossi. He kicks off off the bench this week. Let's hello, go to Vegas. Vossi, Vossi, we've got you. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. It's incredible, isn't it? I'm. Uh, where am I tonight? Good morning, fellas, and oh, good evening, fellas, uh, from uh, Vegas, overlooking the Strip, from Resorts World, where all the players are housed now. But when I say a Resorts World, I'm talking it's a city within Vegas, three and a half thousand rooms, oh. three hotels, fifty bars and restaurants in the one complex. Wow! And it's just one dot on the map. Yeah. Of the Vegas Strip, it's an incredible setup over here, fellas. And of course, you've got the biggest room. Uh, no doubt, we've got the Vossi 
Las <laughs> Vegas, uh, Vegas honeymoon suite. Las Vegas, yeah. Look, the debate going on here at Sports Day tonight, Vossi, is who, who's who's going to yep. cut more loose in Vegas? We had Jared Waitley there a couple of weeks ago with Super Bowl. Or is it you, oh, Vossi? Mate, he's across the line. He yeah. went to the Grand Canyon. He went to the ice hockey. He went to the live golf. <laughs> he went to the Copperfield Magic Show. He went to U2. All I've done is the Bellagio Buffet. Um, <laughs> How in 48 was it? hours here. But, oh, oh boy, best uh, 68 pounds. Uh, best 68 US dollars I've ever spent. Uh, I ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner in one <laughs> sitting. It was enormous. It, do you, no, re- seriously, guys. Getting out at the Bellagio um, was one of those wow moments in your life. Like, um, it was like getting out of a cabin a movie set. Because you've seen it on, like, Ocean's Eleven in so many movies. The fountain out the front of the Bellagio. It really was amazing. And seriously, the buffet was so good. So good. So Man, money well spent. Um, and and uh, so that was my first experience of the Strip. Because that's my this is my first time in Vegas. Um, so to walk from the Bellagio back to Resorts World, we're right up the northern end. So the ground, the Legion Stadium's right up the southern end. That's where the Welcome to Vegas sign is. Um, I go past Caesars Palace. I go past the Venetian. I go past the MGM Grand. You know, you go past these iconic sites. Um, it is an amazing city. And I, I don't know how we relay to our listeners how big this is for rugby league. On Saturday night, rugby league is up against U2 at the Sphere, Adele at the Coliseum, $1,500 a seat. Um, Christine Aguilera at the Venetian. You know, Copperfield's still got his magic show. Um, there's just so much on, and rugby league is on that landscape and might draw somewhere between forty and 50,000 people. How good. It's yep. outstanding. I love it. I love it, Boss. And as we're talking to you now, we're looking at our screens here in the studio, and NRL 360 has just started in this very impressive stage that was used on Super Bowl as well. It looks absolutely amazing. Yep. Now, with on the strip, have you have you seen any Aussie fans that have been wearing any colours? Oh, almost got knocked over by them. So for the fan, for the episode of the Fox League, the fan, which will screen Friday night Australian time, I went out and did a street talk today, you know, trying to tap into the Americans to see how interested they are. Got bowled over by Australians. You know, I'd be trying to, you know, get a rigid American and suddenly, hey, Vossi! Yeah. And there would be a bloke, you know, walk up to you and want it with a Rabbitohs logo on and, <laughs> and want to talk. I, I don't know what the figure is. I'm, I'm a bit lost. It's somewhere between, it's very rough figure, between twelve and 20,000 Australians have, def, have descended on Vegas or will have in time for Saturday night, which is the game time here. Um, that's enormous. I think this, I've, I've attended a function tonight, a couple of functions tonight, and, and had a good chat with Peter Volandis. We ain't ever going to have a season opener at Cronulla, Penrith, Parramatta, <laughs> Brisbane ever again. We are... We are in Vegas and America for the long run. Um, and I feel that every listener right now, I could not encourage them more than for some time in the future to make the pilgrimage here because it is, it is truly unbelievable. If you've been a rugby league fan all your life, as I have and, and you blokes have, to come here and to see billboards, to, to turn on the radio today, and there's two ads for the rugby league in every break. Oh, it's it's bloody amazing. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, you've set the scene beautifully. I, I can tell the excitement in your voice, Vossi. And, and on the back of that, yeah. listen, you've commentated at some big events and some big stadiums and even some great regional grounds, which you are. You're a great supporter of regional rugby league. Oh, where will this sit? Yeah. Calling a game from where Super Bowl and guys like yeah. Joe Buck were only t- calling two weeks ago. 
Yeah, can you ask me probably after after Sunday Australian time? Because, I, like, personally being over, I've always uh, absolutely held dear to my heart the opportunity to call World Cup finals at Old Trafford. The Theatre of Dreams is some, you know, it is heavenly. It is something special. And I've been lucky enough to call a couple of, um, you know, World Cup finals there. Um, having been to Allegiant Stadium last night, I went there last night and saw this thing called the Death Star. Mate, the, the hairs on the back of my neck were standing up. Mm. And, you know, it's... I, I don't know what it's cost to rent that out for the number of days they've got it. But I, I think the fans of the game need to know, those blowing up about the money spent, they need to know without the big venue, we ain't getting on Fox Sports 1. Fox Sports 1 will be broadcast in every bar and tavern in prime time on Saturday night, you will walk into a bar, whether you're in the south of America, the east, the west, the north. You will go in around about 6.30 and Rugby League will be on the screens there for four hours. That's the breakthrough here, folks. Mm. You know, that the crowd doesn't even matter what's here in Vegas. And let's hope it is, you know, you know 40,000, 50,000. But the potential eyeballs that will see five minutes of Rugby League mainly to start with, I guarantee if they watch five minutes, they'll watch an hour. And from that, that's the foundation stone for getting rugby league on here 30 weeks of the season. Yeah. We achieve that. We then get the gambling dollar. The revenue stream is beyond our wildest dream. So that's the way I'm thinking around this. I applaud the rugby league for thinking this big. I know there's disgruntled Queensland rugby league people and New South Wales rugby league people at the moment, but this is an entirely different operation what we're doing over here. This could sustain the game, could sustain a 20-team competition, country rugby league, the whole bit. It could be maybe not a bottomless pit, but it will be a very, very lucrative money stream, more so than anything we produce domestically. Yeah, uh, some very good points there, Vossi. Um, the, the one thing that I'm, and again, not to be a negative Nancy on this, the only thing I don't, under, yep. I don't understand is that um, betting agencies don't pay sports. Uh, for revenue from gambling in in the state. So I don't know where that's coming from. Well, I think to begin with, um, well, well, that th- that will have to work through Fox Sports, won't it? Fox Sports America. So it's almost as if you'd give the game for free to Fox Sports 1. If, if we can get on Fox Sports 1, the difference between 1 and 2 is hundreds of millions of potential viewers. Fox Sports 2 is ranked, I think, if you Googled it, 120th biggest channel in America. Fox Sports 1's top 10. So that's the difference. That's what we're talking about here. So four hours this Saturday night is our, is our, is our chance to shine. I have the utmost confidence. And, and speaking with Pat Carrigan tonight from the Broncos and, and Latrell Mitchell was on set, um, James Tedesco, they understand the gravity of this. Uh, they understand the gravity of, of putting on a show. You know, yes, they're here to win a game and to win round one, but I think they understand the importance of just how big this can be. Um, and I'm a believer. You mm. know, I'm, I'm a dreamer. I love mm. rugby league. I mean, I want. I think we, you know, test rugby league can be so much bigger. But you know, this is something beyond your wildest dreams. What I've witnessed over the last 48 hours, seeing rugby league um, on billboards when you walk down this strip in this amazing entertainment capital of the world, just about you know, with so many big acts on, and rugby league 
you know, will actually have the biggest crowd of any of them on Saturday night. Yeah, when you look at it well, like that, it. yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, before you go, Vossi, I've got to let you go shortly. And, and I know you've been working your backside off today across various shows on SEN and all your Fox um, uh, things you have to do as well. Opinions that inspire, thanks to the refined seven-seat Kia Sorento. Let me ask both of you this question. What is going to be the headline Sunday night after we wrap up Vegas, boys? You go first, Fossey. Oh, wow, the headline. Um, I'm going to quote Wayne Grady after he won the PGA. Vegas, you bloody beauty. <laughs> I think that would do me for a headline. Um, because, I, look, maybe I'm you know, fantasising a bit ahead of time, but I'm hoping both games. The, the only time Manly played South last year was round four, cracking game, Golden Point. I would love that to be mm. our first game, wouldn't you? Yeah, Golden absolutely. Point first game. And from speaking on the street, more people are dialed into the Broncos simply because of their name than any team that's playing here. I know that's a very simplistic way of looking at it, but I think the Broncos Roosters, you're talking absolute prime time, Saturday night, 8.30 Vegas, um, across this coast of America. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people will be tuned into that. So I'm thinking two close games, two cracking games. Um, Reese Walsh, Latrell Mitchell, Tom Trebojevic, mm. Tedesco, all to shine. How good. So, you bloody beauty. Go and get some sleep, Vossi. We appreciate your, your time tonight Thanks, on Vossie. Sports oh. Day. Thank you, mate. We've got chills just hearing you yeah. set the scene. Outstanding. Yeah. Oh, it's big. Yeah, again, to every league fan listening, um, be it next year, 2026, 2027, 2028, plan now. What year are you going to come over here to yeah. do it? Because you, 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 you will experience something uh, – extra special you remember for the rest of your life. And we can all just stay in Vossi's room because there's plenty plenty of room in yeah. that penthouse suite. So and thank a, you, Vossi. And the tiger from the hangover. Yeah, yeah that's well. right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've got a tattoo over my eye. My Beautiful. wife's listening right now. I've got a tattoo over my eye and I lost a tooth in the last 24 hours. It's been an incredible, great incredible stuff. day. Have a great call Sunday, mate. <laughs> Bye now. Cheers. There he goes. Andrew Voss. Of course, you can listen to him on 1170 SCN for breakfast. With Brandy, Monday to Friday. Set the scene beautifully then. As and as might. we said, he's just so excited. And watching 360 now and the people. Your mate Kenzie's back. Yeah, good on him. And the crowd that's there watching it as well. It's outstanding. Um, last night, really quickly before we get to the break, I went to the Gold Coast Titans season uh, launch last night. And I've yep. been trying to find words to describe the NRL's move to Vegas. And I'm excited. But I thought Dennis Watt, the chairman of the Titans, I thought he hit two words. Oh, you hit the nail on the head with two words. It's bold and courageous. This is Off the Bench Summer Edition. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is Off the Bench Summer Edition. Manly at times, uh, exhilarating attack sparked by Daly. Cherry Evans last week. Oh, Straight away, they're on the run. And Cola, they'll just take them on and run away. Tolo Cola. One of the fastest men in the NRL mm. will be converging on the NFL on their territory this weekend. Tolu Kola and his teammates at the Manly Seagulls, again, are going to be kicking off this season for 2024 in Vegas. And we're proudly, we've got Manly coach Anthony Seabold on the line joining us on Sports Day. How are you, Seabs? Yeah, good, thank you. Thanks for having us, uh, guys. No, no worries. And before we get into Vegas, I, I, so Rat, I haven't told you about this. I, I text Seeb's this morning a photo, a really good mate of mine, Clinton O'Brien, who yes. yeah, won a cop at Newcastle. Yep. He showed me this photo on Saturday night. It's, it's him, Danny Nutley. Yes. Yeah. 
And he said, who do you reckon that's in the corner there? I said, that's Seeves. So Seeves was an under-17s Queensland against New South Wales nice. photo, wasn't it? So I've got to say, there was a... Wild bunch. Yeah, Nully. wild bunch. <laughs> It's a great old photo. I've never, I've never ever seen that, but I, I've got fond memories of that game because we, we beat New South Wales that night. It was, it was um, the King Wally Lewis's last ever State of Origin game in 1991. So um, it was a massive crowd there, and um, yeah, no, it brought back some good memories. So really good. I, I, I look at some of those plays back in your era when you're playing around that 17s, 19s, Steve's like. Names like Butch Fadenauer and Butch. Stewie Collins and, and Roger Best, Bradman Best, father, yes. one of the best juniors yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, Bradman was outstanding. He always was. Um, we first made a Queensland under-12 team together, um, and Roger was the captain of that. He, um, yeah, he was an outstanding player, played all the school boys. Um, went down to Manly, actually, yeah. um, after school. Played a couple of years in the lower grades there. But, um, yeah, there was guys like Christian Tanner and Wendell Saylor. Um, obviously, Joey Johns, Nick Posef from New South Wales, um, John Hopperwhitey. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's, there's plenty of, um, of talent out of both states coming through. Guys like Shane Webkin, that who ended up, you know, being one of the best ever front rowers. Like uh, Webby was our age group, but um, for whatever reason, didn't get picked in, in any of the Queensland side. So um, yeah, he went on to, to being one of the best front, front rowers of, um, you know, of of all time in our game. So no, there was plenty of talent coming through in those, those days, mate. And has held a grudge ever since Webke. Yeah, <laughs> I, I against Seabold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he has. Yes, yes. Seems, um, sure mate. Uh, I'm sure it's a, it's a very difficult process operationally putting a trip of this nature together. Um, you're over there in Vegas now. Has everything gone to plan to date? Yeah, it's been really good. Um, you know, really good four or five days. We, we had to travel over in two groups and. We did that Wednesday, Thursday of last week. And, you know, you know from international travel with, with the Wallabies, that, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it is a little bit of um, a process to get over jet lag and, and try and perform. So the first four days, you know, was around recovery, regeneration. Um, we got the guys moving on Friday. We did a double, a double session today on Friday. A uh, bit more recovery Saturday and then on Sunday today, which is uh, the time over here, we, we did an off-feed session. So we probably took a lot of lessons away from um, the time with England Rugby. Um, we, our head of performance, John Clark, was um, Eddie Jones' head of performance with England Rugby for um, you know, five, five years. So we probably learnt on uh, some of our experiences travelling with, with England. And, and also we learnt on the AIS to try and you know, combat some of the, um, you know, the effects of jet lag and performance. So it's a big trip logistically. And as, as you guys know, um, it's a big, you know, a big trip to try and um, you know, get over that jet lag the first couple of days. Yeah, nice one. Now, mate, it's reported you gave the players 24 hours off early in the trip just to sort of be tourists and, and take it all in. Now, there's there's no one on, out on bail at the moment. We we haven't heard anything, but we just want to check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's, uh, you know, the boys did get an opportunity um, a couple of nights ago to, uh, yeah, to have a look around, which was really good. And it's something that we wanted, you know, wanted to do to sort of, um, you know, spoke uh, about um, you know, the opportunity for, for the guys to, to go and have a look around, which they did. It wasn't 24 hours, um, about that. so um, I'm not sure where that, where that come from. Um, but yeah, we gave them a night off, and, and, that, and they um, you know, chose to, to, to do what they wanted to do. And, um, yeah, we've had a really good balance between you know working, but also understand the young men, and it's a you know it's a fantastic um, you know place. There's, there's so many things to do here, and it's just about as we get closer towards the day, really narrowing our focus on, on having the best 80 minutes of, of our time here. Um, you know, next Saturday at 6.30pm, you know, Las Vegas time, that's, that's you know, when we want to be at our best.
Yeah, mate, I'm I'm really uh, excited to see what the the Seagulls can do over there. Based on the fact of, I feel like you're going to take the novelty out of Vegas by being there so soon. A lot of the teams that aren't there, they're going to get there and they're going to have the lights in their eyes. And I know when we played on the Gold Coast, we would sweat on a, a beautiful, bright, sunny day. So, and it was like our 14th man because we knew everyone would wake up in the morning for the game. They'd go to the beach and they'd feel like they're on holidays. Was that was that something that you thought about before take, uh, going over there for the for the extended period? Yeah, well, um, it's a good point you make, and, and certainly I can't talk for for the other clubs because there's more than one way, you know, to skin a yeah. cat. So I think one of the lessons I learned from from working with the Bingley Rugby was when they toured, um, they would go to wherever the first test was ten days beforehand which essentially is the model that we sort of um, adopted here. They come to the place we're going to play our game at 10 days early, same bed for 10 days, same team room for 10 days, same training facilities for 10 days. Um, and, you know, I, I felt as though we had a bit of an obligation on behalf of the NRL to, to you know, to try and promote the game. Like Jason Saar, for instance, was on on uh, national TV um, this afternoon on, on a sports show. Um, and, and again, we've got a player um, on one of the morning shows uh, on Tuesday morning uh, on national television. So, you know, trying to, to generate some interest in, in this game. Uh, but that's why we, we came here, mate. We just thought, look, we, we need to try and minimise the distractions. And by coming here and sort of normalising Vegas over the first sort of three or four days, um, you know, the, the, the normally sort of, you know, will, will have worn off. And, um, you know, we can really narrow our focus from, from Monday here and, um, have a good preparation for our, for our game. Right. That was going to be our next question, actually, Seeds, about... Yeah, you being out there and the bunnies not going out there to promote the game, which you know you made a comment on last week. But in saying that, um, so there has been a fair bit of interest promotionally, right? Wise from the locals, has there? Yeah, it's been really good. Um, you know, Wayne Cousins, our media manager, uh, and we've got a the NRL organised media liaison person on the ground here. So we've had um, you know a whole heap of requests. We got an open open training session tomorrow and Wednesday, um, where you know um, people are invited. Uh, media invited to, um, you know, so it'd be great to see some, you know, some local media turn up. But um, we're trying to do as much as we can with regards to, you know, getting some interest in the game. I think, you know, I think there's about 35,000 tickets sold at the moment, or just over 30,000. And, you know, it'd be great if we could sort of push it up towards 40,000 and make it a real uh, event. And it'd be great to sort of see, you know, you know, five or 10,000 Americans, you know, turn up to the game who've never watched the game before. Yeah. And, and potentially get interested in it because it's a great game. We know that game. We know that one of the, the beauties of our game is the continuity um, of our game and, and the physical nature of our game. But um, it's not a stop-start game like like the NFL. So you know, hopefully that might um, interest some people. Yeah, I'm led to believe they're going to close off the top section, so it looks like it's oh, be as full as possible, which would be really good. Now, uh, yeah, Allegiant, right. Allegiant Stadium, have you have you visited the facility yet? Yeah, um, so myself and Tony Mastroff, we, we come over here in November, so we visited them, had a tour of the stadium, and it's, it is, it's world-class, like it's, it's incredible, and um, we've actually had um, Travis Kelsey and um, Patrick Mahomes staying at the hotel that we were in, um, um, we saw Kelsey last night down uh, downstairs here, and Mahomes has been here for a few days, so, you know, they obviously played at Allegiant Stadium, you know, um, which is over a fortnight ago, you know, so... The, the stadium, you know, the guys saw the Super Bowl there, so the stadium's already sort of, um, you know, something special in the eyes of our guys and to see some of the, the Super Bowl champions here at our hotel um, and, you know, getting the opportunity to train now on Friday before Saturday's game. You know, I know the guys are really excited about playing at such a venue because it's got a roof on it, it's 21 degrees inside the stadium, it's very unique, it's not, nothing like we've got back home, so it'll be, um, yeah, be a great occasion. 
Mate, is your room uh, up on the top floor next to Patrick's and Travis's? Yeah. Sweet. Penthouse? <laughs> no, no. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, it's not. Uh, unfortunately, it's not. But, um, no, it's a, good, it's a good hotel. It's great. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, the NRL have done a great job um, hooking up with, with um, the resorts world here. And, um, but unfortunately, mate, I, I, I'm not on the floor where, where those guys are staying. <laughs> no worries, mate. So your training facility, how how has it been? Um, is, is the setup good? Um, you, 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 the training's been going well. Yeah, it has been. We, we've um, you know, we've got a, a relationship with UFC. They've got a performance institute over here, um, so we've we've been using their base there uh, for some of our core skills, our gym, um, and some of our contact work over the last couple of days. We're back on the field tomorrow at um, Heritage um, Park, which is a soccer field that's been um, marked up as a rugby league field um, to the dimensions of, of the Legion Stadium for us. So we've got a couple of sessions there, and then we, we get to train at the stadium on Friday uh, for our, our game rehearsal. So, um, yeah, the, the facilities have been great. UFC have been so good, um, and the guys are all uh, crazy UFC supporters. And there's been a lot of the fighters, um, you know, they're training you know, during the times that we've trained. So that's been great for our guys to, to mix with some other athletes as well. If there's one of your players, Seebs, that, that had to go toe-to-toe with one of the USC fighters, who's, who's the manly club the putting their money on? Um, you know what? Probably Josh Holloway. I think if, um, if it was a, a standing fight, like Josh throws him pretty good. <laughs> I reckon if it was a like a jiu-jitsu on the four-type fighter, I backed um, Jason Tavoyevich in. Um, he's, uh, he's like a big bear when he gets someone on the ground. So, nice. um, yeah, if you, if you can have a mix between those two, then, then they go right over the floor. Seems isn't Jimmy Dimmock, isn't he a black belt in jiu-jitsu or something? I think Jimmy's actually a brown belt. Yeah. Brown belt. Yeah, he's, he's fantastic at that. Yeah, yeah. I, he's, he's outstanding with, with, um, with that, mate. Like, um, yeah, Jimmy's 52 now, and, and he's... He's still, you know, he's trained really hard, but he's outstanding at jiu and, um, and Jimmy sort of does that for us. He's, he's our defence coach and, and does the wrestling and contact stuff. And, and we also have a Brazilian jiu-jitsu coach who comes in once a week. Um, but Jimmy, in his own right, is, is a, is a uh, fan, you know, fantastic, um, you know, um, proponent of, of jiu-jitsu himself. Yeah, good stuff. Now, I suppose a player on everyone's lips, and I've been watching the... Um the, the Manly Way, which is a little documentary that's been coming out each week on, on YouTube. It's actually a really good insight to, to the preseason. And Luke Brooks, I've got to say, he, one, he's always been quick, but he just looks like he's, he's got a smile on his face. Have a brush of, it'd, yeah. be, it'd, have, it'd be like a breath of fresh air for him, wouldn't it, Steve? You'd be feeling good. Yeah, well, well that's, that was probably you know, one of the attractions. You know, when I spoke to him first of all about coming to our club, I just said, look, you know, Tom Tabor, it's uh, Valetary Evans. You know, they're our, our, our key players who run our team. Um, you know, we can just take some pressure off you by allowing you to, to play the natural game and, and play with a smile on your face. Like, look, his, his weapons are, um, you know, running, running the footy. Like, he takes the line really well. He's got a great left foot kicking game. And he's a really great defender. He gets his body in front. So just trying to narrow his focus to those three things and, and take away that organisational pressure um, that sometimes... He's a bit of a burden for some suppliers, and he's probably, um, you know, he probably hasn't had the opportunity to be, um, yeah, be, be, have that taken away from him. So yeah, we feel like we can get the best footy out of him, but he's got a smile on his face, and I just think, um, you know, he's got four years at our club. We want him to feel like he belongs here at the club, and um, you know, part of that manly way is, is, you know, we have an induction program, and which you know, was, was part of that. We, we want the guys to feel like they belong at our club at the end of that. Yeah. 
Good stuff. Well, uh, the fans will have smiles on their faces as of this Sunday Australian time because uh, round zero for the NRL commences this weekend. We can't wait. The trials are finished. And, Steve's. I know you've got a busy schedule, mate. It's, uh, it's great that you've taken time out. Thanks for joining us tonight. No, great day to chat to you, guys. Thanks so much for your support. Cheers, guys. See you. This is Off The Bench Summer Edition. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is Off The Bench Summer Edition. Oh, what a pass from Walsh. Cobo back inside and Walsh will go under the sticks. That's better from the Broncos. The round one of the NRL this Sunday kicks off 12.30pm. Wherever you're watching the game in New South Wales, Queensland's 12.30, 1.30 in New South Wales. The Seagulls up against the Bunnies. And then the game after that, well, it's the Roosters up against the Brisbane Broncos. And on the phone... We have live from, well, LA at the moment, I think. I think that'd be right, wouldn't it? Johnny Cartwright, how are you, Cardi? Uh, good, boys. Yeah, we're still in LA, mate. We've got our, all our prep will be done over here. Uh, we get over Vegas on Thursday. Okay, so 1987, Alan Langer, the fourth origin match, gets third in a bodybuilding comp in some bar in LA. Has he revisited that old stomping ground or not? Uh, he might have gone back there, but he wouldn't win the contest this time, <laughs> mate. No way. Uh, Muscle Beach. You've been down to Muscle Beach or not yet, Cardi? Yeah, we actually uh, we actually went for a stroll through there today. Uh, we had a bit of a day off today, so had a stroll through uh, Venice Beach and into Santa Monica. Nice. How, how are the boys settling in, Cardi? Because obviously, you know, we've seen vision of them at the Lakers and you know, there's a lot of excitement. Um, are, are, you, are you nervous at all about them being overawed by the environment? And, I mean, obviously you're going to Vegas on Thursday, so you're not going to have a whole heap of time before the game. Um, I know we used to use the Gold Coast as a bit of a 14th man. Are you worried about them being over, overawed by the situation? Um, it, it is a different uh, preparation, mate. I've got to say that. Um, it's, you know, just the build-up. Um, and the players are that excited about going into Vegas to play at that stadium, you know, on the back of the, the Super Bowl a couple of weeks ago. Uh, like you said, the Lakers game... Um, it's it's different is the best way to put it, but we've still got a fair bit of time um, between now and the game, and and we'll gradually build um, with each training session we have. What's it, what's it look like, Cardi, when you when you're training in those those different conditions, and um, are you doing like two a day sessions, or you're trying to you know, with different climates and whatever it may be? Has it been a little bit different to what you're normally used to? Oh, it's been good because it's been such a hot summer uh, over in Brisbane, but. Uh, the Rams have been great for us. Uh, they've marked the field out for us to the dimensions that we're going to play on. I don't think anyone will notice too much. It's a little bit narrower. I think, not sure the dimensions exactly, but it is slightly narrower. So it'll help the bigger blokes, I would imagine. Six metres to be exact. It is it six from 69 down to 63 metres wide. Wide. And yeah, then yeah. they're a little bit like the old Olympic Park Melbourne Storm yeah, in we, gold yeah. as well. So. Uh, you got one of the best kickers in the game in, in Adam Reynolds. We know that. Now, from the from the audio that we heard as we uh, introduced you into the show, it was obviously the Cobbo and Walsh combination. Selwyn Cobbo playing in the centres. From that week one, were you happy with, with what you saw? I uh, certainly was, mate. I think they took a little bit of time to get going, and it was a hard one to judge. The Cowboys didn't have quite their, their very best players out on the field, but you can only do what you can do. And I thought... Um, you know, the time that the, the key players got to spend together, uh, they got better and better as the game went on. Um, you know, training's been good. 
for the whole preseason. We've been fortunate, you know, we've had no injuries, touch wood. Uh, so they've trained a lot together. Someone's one of those kids that's played everywhere growing up. You know, I think even when he made his in his debut year, the year before last, he played most of that time in the centres as well. So he's just a natural footballer, mate. You could play him in the front row. Um, mm. He'd pick it up for sure. Yeah, nice. Now, Brennan Piakura, who I think... Been mm. watching the kid since he's about fifteen or sixteen Very years of good. age. I think he'll play Origin if he yep. if he allocates himself to to um, uh, uh, Queensland. Um, how's he going? So is he all ready to go, Cardi? Because we know he he was going over there with with an injury cloud. Yeah, he, he's nearly doing everything at training now. So we've got three sessions. So we we've got a full week now in front of us at training. We've got. Uh, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday will train. I imagine he'll do probably the majority of the session tomorrow, uh, and then he'll do everything from from then on in. He's uh, yeah, you're dead right there. He's got so much ability, that boy. Um, probably needs another off season, I would imagine. He's he's still you know hasn't grown fully into his body. He's still very young, but ability wise, he's as good as anything out there. Yeah, his footwork and just the way he moves and his defence, it's, uh, it's pretty special. Yeah, he, he knows his way around a footy field. Mate, now, Cardi, congratulations on winning the pre-season challenge. $100,000 for the club and fancy that. 100000 in the pocket and you're in Vegas next week. So um, any plans for the money over there or uh, it'll be stayed tucked, tucked nice and tightly in the Broncos bank account? Yeah, well, Matty Ballon stayed back uh, and looked after the team. He, he arrived this afternoon with a really big, heavy, uh, really big case, <laughs> mate. So I'm hoping that was full of cash. Yeah. Well, you must be proud of we'll the make young... something of it. You, got, you must be proud of the young fellas that jumped in there and I they mean, go to Brookie as well. Uh, yeah, 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 to go to Brookie and, and and they really did a number on the on the Roosters. I know they obviously had you know not not their strongest side out, but you must be proud of the young guys, you Kevy and yourself. Yeah, it was good to see that it's sometimes, well, it's always very hard for those guys that come in and do a pre-season and, you know, they pretty much know that that's it for them. They go back to their clubs and hopefully impress and then hopefully pick up a contract at some stage, you know, in the future. So it's it was really good for them to get that opportunity because, you know, if we were at home, we would have played probably our, our strongest side in the trial, being, the you know, the last game before the comp started. But the opportunity was presented to some young fellas that have done some training trials and uh, by all accounts didn't see a lot of the game but by all accounts they did a fantastic job and yeah to come away with a win in that pre-season was it was um, a huge result for us yeah Deloise Hoyter was really good Sam. I've always been a fan oh, of yeah, Deloise he's, yeah, he's yeah. a mature age player um, now now Cardi um, what's it like over there is it starting to gather a fair bit of momentum with with interest in relation to the game or you haven't really sort of experienced that yet until you get out to Vegas? Yeah, probably more so when we get to Vegas, mate. Like we're in LA at the moment. We've had some, uh, well, you know, the boys had did some promotional stuff um, at the basketball the other night. I don't know if it, if it came yeah. across in any vision, yeah, but they, they spent some time with um, the mate. There was a Magic Johnson sort of yeah, came yeah, along, and yeah. I think the well, boys were down on the court the with Magic the players Johnson, uh, before the game. You better call him the Magic um, Johnson, weren't you? <laughs> I missed that, mate. Sorry. I said you were about to call him the Magic Johnson. You're not, you're not really up to date with your NBA, are you, Cardi? No, it was funny when we were walking into the stadium, and this big guy was walking towards us like he's, and it was one of those heads. You just, I knew. It was somebody. I just wasn't quite sure. Shaq O'Neill was going through my mind. I'm glad I didn't say good day, Shaq. <laughs> nice. Oh, now, um, good news for the club. It's been reported over here but that Adam Reynolds is extended for that, that year in 2025 next year. With that, Cardi, and 
And with the age that he is and the history of sort of lower back and hamstring injuries, which has been well noted, is it part of the Brisbane Broncos that you, you try and manage his workload as much as possible and maybe not playing in, in some games? Oh, that, that, it could get to that, mate. I think he'll probably, if he gets through the you know the training and he's right to play, I'd imagine he'd play most of the games, but it might be the fact of resting him through games. Um, look, to be honest with you, he... He does a fair amount of the training anyway. The, the staff are good here. They pretty much, he knows his own body. They leave it up to him pretty much um, how much he gets through the sessions. And as I said, he gets through most of the sessions all the time. So he's, he looks after himself and he obviously still loves the game and, he, mm. and he's playing great footy. So it's, it's a real bonus for us. Mm. Now, mate, another report. Uh, Kevy has uh, said he'd put his mortgage on the fact that Reese Walsh will be re-signing with the Broncos. <laughs> Are you on board with that? You you prepared to put your mortgage on the line, Cardi? Mate, Kev, have uh, you seen Kevy's house? That, that's enough for the mortgage. That'll <laughs> that'll, that'll cover what what Walsh's after. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd be doing the same thing, mate. If I was um, players like that, keep you in jobs. You know, he's he's uh, it's pretty scary how how good he could be. You know, he's still he's still growing as a as a as a person and he's still growing as a player um, and what he's done you know, he does things on the field that I really haven't seen anyone do probably yeah. since Billy Slater so it's all in front of him and uh, I, I, he seems to be a Brisbane boy now I think he's he's very comfortable there and I'd be, I'd be very surprised if he went anywhere yeah. Cardi, you know, people like us and, and the listeners don't get to see behind the curtain what a lot of these players are like just amongst the playing group and now, whether like the Energizer Bunny or, you know, they're quite reserved and quiet. Give us a little bit of an insight in the listeners. What's Reese White like just behind closed doors with his teammates? Mate, he's very serious about his footy. And it's probably not something that, that does come across when you look at him because he's always got that cheeky smile on mm. his face. But when it comes time for football, he's, he's very demanding of, of himself and the players around him, which, you know, I think all the very, very good ones are like that. Um, but you, you get him away from the footy, he's, he's certainly a cheeky little bugger. Um, if I could have caught him at times, I, I would have uh, yeah, had, <laughs> Betty had, certainly had words with him. Uh, <laughs> he's good for a wind-up. Uh, he's a very funny young lad with a good sense of humour. And you're right, when you said energise a bunny, it's probably the best way to describe him. Yeah, OK. Now, now we, just thanks for joining us, Cody. I know it's, um, yeah, it's uh, all hands on deck at the moment over in Vegas, but... Rat and I were talking off air, and before we let you go, now, as a self-proclaimed wrestling champ, yeah, we know how good you are. That you always say you are. <laughs> d- did you critique Pat Carrigan and Adam Reynolds' wrestling technique <laughs> a couple of weeks ago? Well, you know, after the in the in the once it was all the dust had settled, um, I did have words with Patty about you know me getting dusted up by a halfback so uh, we've done a few little extras over here I, I used to call him Triple H but I won't be able to call him that anymore after watching that yeah. no. uh, a halfback from Redfern we've been eye gouging everything scratching yeah exactly anything hey Johnny Cartwright yeah, there's um, no rules with Renault exactly yeah uh, Johnny uh, thanks very much Cardi for uh, for taking time out to join us and uh, and good luck this week hope you have hope you have won the win and then secondly uh, hope you have a lot of fun as well no worries thanks boys This is Off The Bench Summer Edition. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is Off The Bench Summer Edition.
Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Yeah, what are you really gambling with? Chris Nelson joining us now. Uh, full disclosure before we look at the weekend of racing, Sats and Chris. Um, and Chris will give us some tips, which we do appreciate. But just a word of warning, um, most of the horses uh, he's tipping at the moment get stuck in the barriers. So maybe look at the weights before you. You what? Did that not happen on not Wednesday? <laughs> yes, it no. did. No, and, and you know what? And I'll tell you something else. It happened last Saturday as well. I've gone through two consecutive Doombin meetings where oh, you need to be up front. So you, you tip these horses; they're going to be in the first four or five, and they miss the start, and they're about eighth. And you think, what's it? You also I'm need gone. to check and see Hello? whether the horse is an offspring of a possible donkey <laughs> or zebra. Well. I tell you what, that's the few that I'm tipping at the moment. They've got to be closely related to, I'd say, more like camels. <laughs> Mate, you're going to hit back this weekend. Where are we racing? I will. Well, we're racing at Eagle Farm, and I love that. I would be happy to race at Eagle Farm every single day of the week. Uh, so we're back there on Saturday, which is good. That's our main meeting, of course, in Queensland. But we also have a meeting at Aquas Park Gold Coast on the Poly Track. Uh, the Dolby Newmarket on Saturday. So no Toowoomba meeting on Saturday night when he races Dolby in that area instead. And we race at the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. You would have thought, and we were, but we're not. That meeting has been abandoned on Sunday because we've moved our meetings to the poly track due to all the wet weather we've had at the Sunshine Coast. And unfortunately, we didn't get enough acceptors and there weren't enough horses to fill all the races. So oh, that meeting wow. has gone by the wayside. Yep, so... Nothing on Sunday, so it's a day off for everyone. Wow, there you go. Okay, okay. What are we putting our money on, Chrissy? Responsibly. Yeah, well, absolutely. Well, we've got racing, of course. Uh, we've got great racing right around the country. Group one racing in Melbourne. Group run group one racing in Sydney as well. These are the three best bets across the country. Randwick race six, number one, Manal. Very, very good. Uh, first up has some strong form lines. Can win. Uh, Ramwick again, race nine, number three, Alentia. Absolutely, well, should have won. Best of good things beaten first up. Should have won easily. Can make amends on Saturday. And the value bet comes up in Brisbane at Eagle Farm. Race 10, number 14, Lady Ladar. who gets to 1,600 metres. Two runs this time and have been very, very good. She gets back. She'll run on. She'll be steaming down the outside at probably double-figure odds. So they're my three for Saturday, guys. Rightio. Good nice. stuff, mate. Um, enjoy the weekend. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Go well, Nelson. I'll be doing my best, Chase. Have a great weekend, guys. See ya.